Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Okay. I'm ready. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Sports for You on a Tuesday. Y'all know what it is. It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's time for John. Nick Freeze. What it do, what it do. And from an undisclosed location, my man Mark. What up with it? Here on a Tuesday live on Facebook, YouTube, and of course, the man working the board, working the cameras, of course, the power father himself, producer Ben Ready. Make sure you liking us on Facebook, Shorts for You, Townhouse Media, subscribe to Townhouse Media on YouTube, download wherever you listen, whether Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or Verbal. You can catch us on the digital if you don't, if you're not watching on the video. Let's get into is we're officially the NBA playoffs are full, are 100 miles in running right now. The Brooklyn Nets are on their way to probably sweeping the Boston Celtics up by 25 right now, going into the fourth quarter. And Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving is, is James Harden got braids? Yeah. Wow. So not to get into, but as I said, but this is a special day. This is our 50th episode. Let's go. It's a celebration. So welcome to episode 50 of Sports for You. Thank y'all for again being with us. Thank y'all for all the support. Thank y'all who've tuned in on Tuesdays where you listen to download on the download. Just thank y'all. It's been a long journey, but we've made it. And we want to thank y'all for your support. Without y'all, this doesn't happen. Most definitely, most definitely. So, gentlemen, let's just reflect. We don't get a lot to talk about. We don't obviously talk about, you know, the NBA playoffs, NFL, NFL, um, little fight game. But let's just reflect, man. 50 episodes. We've made it, man. I was, it was just yesterday. We were just starting episode one last summer, and now we've already reached half a century. Most definitely. I think that's pretty dope, man. Shout out to y'all too, man. Oh yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to you. Shout out to Nick. Shout out. It's been ready, everybody, man. Most definitely, shout out to everybody. Let's just take people back on this journey. Obviously, we still got we. It's episode fifty, but we're just getting started. We still got a lot more episodes of sports for you still in the catalog to come. But um, you go back to that last. November in 2019 when Mark sent me the text saying you want to start a sports podcast and we came over here on a Saturday with with the Pie Father and we did us some pilot runs and then we did a few pilot runs for a few months then COVID happened and the pandemic and the world just shut down and as the world was starting to get back to some type of normalcy all the sports was shut down and then they came back all together at once 
football, basketball, baseball, and sports for you officially was launched in the summer of last year. We will be approaching our one year anniversary for our first episode next month. But obviously we started it. Our pilot episode was in September. I mean, November, 2019. Huh? Oh, what we got here. Oh, Oh. shout out to Pepsi. Shout out to Pepsi. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Open that up, man. Wait, what? Boss. Open up the fridge. Whoa. Hmm? Dude from Chicago? No. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, wow. Shout out. And y'all said open them up? That's crazy. Uh, Shout out to Pepsi. Yeah, that's wild. Man, for those who can't see, Pepsi, we have a special mini Pepsi fridge. Shout out to Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? Equipped with a a 12-pack of of six-pack of sodas. So thank y'all as we are going to celebrate this day. Um, Reflect, what was one of y'all, I mean, we we did this in our year in review show. What's again one of y'all favorite episodes? Chris Middleton. (laughs) (laughs) An episode that can never be talked about again, unless you listen to it. Man. Chris Middleton was most definitely um, one of my favorite episodes. Um, That for sure is my favorite episode. Was huh? going crazy, yeah. That was that was wild. I I, I think Chris Middleton is probably wondering yeah. what. Why did I become so famous on Sports for You? Yeah, it wasn't even his fault. Yeah, and he, the, and he hit the game on the shot, and and, and uh, he looked right at you too. He br- next topic. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. And then that whole we had obviously we did the what if episodes. Oh, Imagine yeah. we had a serious discussion on the possibility of Michael Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon being teammates. Let's not talk about that again. Why not? Because you're, you're right over there, Mark. Yeah. yeah Mark. By the way, Jason. By the way, they said Jason Tatum's out for the game. He got poked in the eye. Man, he won't be out for the game regardless. They're down by they're down by seventy five. He should be out for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Just get ready for next season. Go ahead and start. Get ready. For, Probably gonna be a he's probably gonna be a US team USA camp. But yeah, this was yeah, this was a good that was one of my favorite episodes. And then we talked about another what if it was crazy about the possibility of of Shaq could have been a bull. Oh yeah, that would have been insane. That would have been crazy. I'm still trying to figure out how does that almost how does how does that not happen? Uh somebody most definitely messed up somewhere down the line for that not to happen. That had to be a management problem because I refuse to believe that Phil Jackson was like, "No, we don't want Shaquille O'Neal on our team." I have a heart because obviously, look what happened. He ended up coaching him four years later. Yeah, I'm trying to think another episode of mine that was one of my favorites. Oh, when we did the um thirty for thirties, that was yeah, our, our thirty for thirties. That was most definitely that might have been my favorite one. And yes, because I think the thirty for thirties, and there's so many thirty for thirties we had on our own personal list. Yeah, that we had to leave off. Uh, honorable mentions was crazy on that mm-hmm. list too. Yeah, the thirty for thirties. Yeah, that was that was wild. And then the fact that we came up with our own future thirty for thirties. By the way, ESPN, if you ever, if you ever use one of those ideas, send the check over to Sports for You. And they're, the most def- media. they're most definitely gonna use the one for the Florida Gators. I for sure think that one. That was most definitely gonna happen, especially because of everything now that Aaron Hernandez is no longer here. Tim Tebow's back, back in the, on the NFL. So yeah, we're gonna get into that later. Um, 
then just obviously being here to watch the, the episode when we pay tribute to Kobe and Gigi. Oh uh, yeah, that was rough. It was an, it was a tough episode, but it was an episode that was well needed because it's still obviously the the grief is still fresh, mm-hmm. but it was but it was a good episode because we got the chance to remember him. Shout out to Quinn. Shout out to Quinn. Shout out everyone who's in the message board. Shout out to SoCal. Yeah, everyone sending us comments, wishing us a happy 50th. So um, let's start. We always start off with some interesting topics. Um, one topic, topic we've been, obviously, we opened up recently with a lot of this Deshaun Watson topic. And now it sounds like Deshaun is taking another turn because Deshaun Watson made an appearance last week, gentlemen. Uh-oh. An appearance with... He was seen. Uh-huh. He did a he did a video. No, 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 not there. He was doing a video. He was doing a workout video for his, I guess the team, the the form, the performance center that he trains at. He was doing basically working out, showing obviously working on his all his QB drills and this and that, and he kind of you know got. He kind of took the task by first take the next day because they thought it was real tone deaf. Because I heard Max basically said, "You're a quarterback. Tell me something we don't know. So tell us something we don't know. Are you innocent?" Mm. By the way, game five, game three with Nets and Celtics is fr- is Friday, so they get two days off, and then Sunday, game four. The series is over Sunday. Yeah. Um. And then um, he's now it's being reported. That Houston doesn't think he'll be back. He obviously did not report to OTAs. Mm-hmm. And there's talks that there are some teams who are still interested in him. Shockingly, I don't know why one of those is in the Broncos. But um, I've heard the Raiders. We've heard, uh, I've heard the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard that some other one was the Eagles. I see. Shout out, shout out, shout out, G Vibes. Sending us some congratulations. Everyone sending the love, love, and all. Shout out to everyone who has their own podcast, man. Most definitely. Obviously, it's a movement. Hey, did, Hard work. And hey, did Max say uh, Deshaun Watson should have said if he was innocent or not? He basically said, "Yeah, tell me something I don't know. You're a quarterback. Tell me something I don't know. When tell me something I don't know, meaning tell us that you know that you're that these about these these allegations, which he can't because obviously." He hasn't been. He's not in front of a judge. That's what I was about to say. I wonder if Max knows it's a legal process that's going on. I mean, I don't know. He, I mean, he's the same. What he like? Uh, Sandusky himself call in on uh, the middle of a uh, of a TV show and basically admit everything. That was crazy, wasn't it? That was the most craziest moment I've ever seen on TV. I've never seen somebody call in while their lawyer is defending them and basically go against everything their lawyer said. I was so Kyle said he's giving <clears throat> Jason Tatum one game. That's the same thing I said, but I'm gonna be honest. Without without uh Jalen Brown, it looks it looks nasty. Because honestly, and to be honest, you, you you said before we started the video that obviously Marcus Smart has to be their best defender. Really, Jalen Brown's their best defender. Yeah, but Marcus Smart is their best defensive specialist. Yeah, because obviously we don't know we don't think about Marcus Smart when it comes to offense. What about Tristan Thompson? All right, next, next topic. Any Kardashians out there? Ooh, mm. that is a bomb. I don't know. But yeah, now the question. Are you kidding me? So I'm not trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out what do they want Deshaun Watson to say. He, his lawyer's not gonna. 
He's not going to incriminate himself. I mean, be smart. Uh, I know what I want to see. I want to see the NFL say, you are on this exempt list, but we know that's not going to happen. And here's the thing. Stephen A. brought that up, too. Like, now, the letter of the law says he can be on this exempt list, and we've talked about it. He can still get his bread. You just basically going on. You basically getting on a pay. You're on a paid suspension. Mm-hmm. What is is something? Is something there that why they haven't done? Now I know it's not just because he's a quarterback. Yep, because you out because you suspended Brady. Um, it wasn't that serious, and he only got suspended because um, the Dale really had something out for the Patriots, and you know they went through they went through the legal process and everything, and um, the Goodell didn't like it. And that's the reason why Tom Brady got suspended. So you think if he wasn't a quarterback, he wouldn't he would have been is obviously because remember they suspended A B. It's not just because he's a quarterback, he's a very good quarterback, and he's a young, very good quarterback. Good point. So um it's just like um I remember um not to go back to this guy, but with Colin Kaepernick's situation. Um, if that would have been Colin Kaepernick that year that um he went to the uh Super Bowl, right. I think he would still have this. Uh, he he would have no problem uh, ha- keeping a job in the league, but since it was on the cusp of you falling off, you know it looks a little different. So, Good point. if that had been like a Cam Newton or a Russell uh, Wilson doing that, um, it wouldn't have. Um, he wouldn't have lost his job, but mm-hmm. he was already on. He's already up out of here as a quarterback, so that just pretty much sped the process up. So mm-hmm. now the next question is to see Sean Nick Foster and the Clippers are winning tonight too. Uh we better. Hey, we'll, we'll get into that when we get into the NBA talk because we're going to talk we about this first weekend. He said, ain't nobody worried about Tristan Thompson, barbershop guy voice from coming to America. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody worried about no Tristan Thompson. That's uh, funny. By the way, shout out, yeah, yeah, shout out to, to, to Cat vs. Dog return on Sunday. Shout out to Most Doe CJ. I still said CJ's mic should be muted until next Sunday. Well, well, comment. Well, 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 no. But her her mic in the studio for saying that show over. No, because she said she didn't like coming to America, Mark. And I'm not talking coming to America. I'm talking about the original. Wait, wait, wait a wait, minute. Wait, 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 wait a wait. No, no, that didn't just happen. <laughs> yep. Baby. I had to, not the sequel. Okay, cut the beat. I was just the fiftieth. But she said she didn't like the original coming to America. Yo, that was wild. I'm most definitely chopping that up. And yeah, that's hilarious. Because people, I, I forget that, that there's a pause because obviously, why they has they should they put the number two? No, no, not that. <laughs> no, man, ain't no sexism over here. You know, I, I respect, I respect all women, but I had a problem with that. That she said that she didn't like the original coming to America. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but people's preference, I get it. Mm-hmm. But that that because that, that's one of my favorite movies. Maybe because I'm biased, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and obviously we were just very. Di- and I try to tell people when it came to the second one, not to get, even though we're gonna off the sports topic. Uh-huh. You always temper your expectations when the sequel takes at least a decade. Yeah, you you really can't you really can't compare, it. especially as um that was most definitely way more than a decade. That was three. three. Yeah, three for real. A movie older than me. That's crazy, ain't it? So, um, um, so let's talk about another su- su- um, subject with the NFL. Have y'all followed the story with this guy, um, Eugene Chung? Um, I've heard a little bit about it, and um, 
I remember he used to be a. Uh, I remember him as a lineman in the league. Yeah, he was a former offensive lineman with yeah. the Patriots. He was more recently, uh, I think, an offensive line coach with the Eagles back in 2019. I think he's coached with the Chiefs too, right? Yeah, yeah. he's on. An, he's he's from the Andy Reid tree. Yeah. So he was saying he was interviewing for jobs, you know, head coaching jobs, but the in it certain teams oh. made a comment about basically saying they didn't want an agent coach being their head coach. Um, that's messed up. Why? That's 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 out of pocket. But it was so in so many words. Now the NFL is investigating it. Now you might see I sent it to the chat yesterday. Um, we'll find the exact comments. But he said he's not gonna. I would say this: this is a better man. He's not. He's not a snitch. So I will say this because he he could have re- really just whoever the that, owner that was that said it. That's not. That's not snitching. That's that's more so that person whoever said that. He needs to he needs to put them on blast because that's that's a that's a racist comment. The comment was he was told he was not the right minority. Mm. Yeah, he's looking to get slapped in the face. Now the NFL is are you kidding me? The NFL is investigating it. Ain't nothing about happen to that dude that said that. It really isn't not nothing. And well, and whatever whatever happens to him is gonna be a fine or something. I'm pretty sure that person can afford it and just going about their day. Who says that though, fam? Uh, the people of the um good old boys club, just the yeah. good old boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's wild for you to say you're the wrong minority. That's wild, man. I mean, come that's on, that's crazy. Especially, exactly. I don't know, y'all. I mean, y'all sure not hiring any brothers, like so they must not be the right ones either. Yeah, I mean, y'all have one, what, few, three brothers and one Latino. So mm. what's the problem? Yeah, that's real. But and, I, and they, um, what they got? Uh, who else is a um? What's the dude? He's a coach. Uh, and now, and now, Robert Sala is the first Muslim, yeah, American to be a head coach. There we go. So this is just—it was stupid. That was—I mean, that was a, these owners, man. And and not even just like that. It's 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 bad for you to say something like that, especially with the uh, with the whole uh, the stop Asian hate campaign that's going on. So right. That's just that's not that's that's just dumb. That's ignorance. Stone deaf. Yeah, you not you know that doesn't make any sense for you to say you know like you know like uh like B said what's what's the right minority? What do you mean you're the wrong minority? That doesn't make any sense. And I don't understand that when y'all haven't really done anything to hire more black coaches. Y'all just really starting letting women get more involved in the coaching in the coaching game. Man, so look, look, John, this is like what I said before. You know, I I hate to be this black and white about it, but. When the when these owners, all these old dudes, when they start dying out, that's right. That, that's the only way it's going to change. That's the sad part too. Yeah, the sad part is you're actually telling the truth. Yeah, like it's going to be different, probably like another like ten, like ten years, because mm. you know these dudes can these dudes can afford to uh, live for forever. So, um, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. You know, until these these dudes start dying out, that's when you know that's that stuff going to start changing. So, Mark, Nick, being ready. Obviously, we're celebrating our 50th, but it's also been a this is actually an anniversary, one of great of a great thing in sports and then just a sad day. Obviously, for those who don't know, today, I think it's the 56 year anniversary to Muhammad Ali knocking out Sonny Liston. Hey, the iconic picture of him standing over Sonny Liston with you saw that score. And then today marks the one year anniversary to the murder of George Perry Floyd Jr. Mm, 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 mm. So I bring this up because obviously the 
more athletes have been more socially conscious since the murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, the shooting of Jacob Blake. But we still have a long way to go, even with the verdict of Derek Chauvin. Obviously, we still have those other three officers who are going to be sent to trial in the summer. But, man, just the thing about where we were at a year ago when this happened. Yeah. And where we are now. What are your thoughts? Um, before we say our thoughts about that, um, just for the future reference of people who will be in the comment section, I don't want to hear nothing about this whole George Floyd, right? The reason why George Floyd died. I don't want to hear none of that talk. You know, I don't want to hear this whole overdose thing. I don't want to hear none of that. We all saw what happened. Talk that talk. I want to hear that crap. Talk that talk. That's now facts. Though. Talk that talk. I don't, I don't want to see none of that. No, no, that's, that's ridiculous. We all saw what happened. Man was murdered. Lynched mm. on camera, so everybody can see. Yeah, we still had a trial for it. Really think about that. Yeah, we had to. We watched and died, and we also had to watch him have a trial for uh, him getting killed. That's crazy. Yeah, that that sounds insane. Just shows you we still got a long way to go, gentlemen. Sadly, yeah. That's, even when something just seems like common sense, it's not. People still don't use common sense. My grandma used to say, "Common sense ain't too common." And common, sense, and common sense isn't made for everybody and when it comes to uh, government and policies. so Yeah, especially for those political figures who want to use sports to pander to their to their fam, to their constituents. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Bill de Blasio. Yeah, he's most definitely one of them. But yeah, that's, that's a whole different story for a whole different day. But yeah, but we want to just obviously remember this man probably never We'll, we'll never get a chance to walk his daughter down the aisle, see her birthdays and proms and everything now. And his family has to still deal with this every single day. Yep, for the rest of their lives. Mm-mm-mm. But we want to just remember George Floyd for it. He, his daughter said, Daddy changed the world. And I believe he has, but we still got a way to go. We got a long way to go. Gentlemen. Yeah. But now that we've, you know, we've sell, we've reconciled, we've talked over the serious topics, and let's it's still it's a celebration for us today, man. Celebration. Um, let's. I want to talk a little fight game first, okay? Because being ready, I didn't think about it till your post I seen on Facebook. We last week we had we talked about the Canelo, you know, Canelo. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Floyd. We talked about the Logan Paul. By the way, Logan Paul, when you come on national TV, there is such thing as censorship. Yeah, this is not serious. Not this is not serious. XM TV. Yeah, you can't just you can't just say the first thing that pops into your mind. <laughs> like, come on. Um, two big fights were made over the week last week. Mm. Uh-huh. So we, you know, I talked about last week the situation with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Now Tyson Fury was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua in August in Saudi Arabia, but an arbitrator ruled that he has to give Deontay Wilder his rematch before mm-hmm. September fifteenth. Well, top rank. And obviously, Al Heyman and the crew, they came to a deal. And Fury Wilder 3 will happen July 24th in Vegas. Mm. Probably, And I think it will be at Allegiant Stadium. Oh, wow. And that means, and then also. I try to get tickets. So that's my birthday. My birthday is on that Tuesday. Shout out. And then also that in August, Manny Pacquiao is going to fight Errol Spence Jr., yeah, mm. I want to watch that. I want to watch that. That should be, be pretty good. Obviously, everyone was wondering thought it was going to be Terrence Crawford. But then to be clear, 
I obviously I think Errol Spence is gonna win the fight, but man, this is a smart move for Pacquiao to get one more payday. Oh yeah, easy, easy payday. But man, this will get dropped again. Here's the question, and we brought this up last week. Why did it take an arbitrator to have to get Deontay Wilder this fight? Uh, because because Fury wanted that bag with uh, Joshua. Um, no, I think it's it's a combination of two things. I think it's that most definitely. And maybe uh, Tyson Fury himself feels as if he won off a fluke. Wow. Mm. Maybe he doesn't feel like he'll be able to beat him in the next fight because he knows Wilder's going to um, – he's not going to, um, you know, play around with this fight. He knows he knows that he has to take you seriously. Mm. And he, wa- he wasn't taking him seriously in that first fight. You know, he, he went into the fight. He wasn't in shape. You know, he wasn't – he didn't go about it in a smart way. I guess he just figured he was going to knock uh, Fury out and it didn't work that way. Mm. So now, who won the first one? It was a draw, and then the second one, Fury won. Yeah, yeah. Although you can argue Fury really won the second one too, the first one, but obviously they weren't gonna give him. They didn't give him the fight. So uh, he, I don't know. At one point, I thought he gonna get dropped. It got pretty mm. close. Hmm. That's probably that's probably why I ended up being a draw. Yeah. yeah. So I can that's, see that. So that fight is gonna happen. In July, and Pacquiao's gonna fight Errol Spence, which probably will set up the Terrence Crawford fight we all want to see. But eventually, we'll see what happens there. Um, Hopefully, well, th- this is why boxing is is whack at times because it's stuff like this. Look how long you have to wait for these good fights to happen if they happen. And they even had this back in the day, bro. Nah, these dudes, man, back in the day, you was seeing a good fight every two months, two or three months, guaranteed. You was, wa- you was watching a good fight. And these dudes and these dudes who were the top ranked dudes wasn't scared to fight each other either. That's another thing that's wrong with boxes. You know, everybody wants to have this undefeated record and stuff like that. And all actuality, okay, you have undefeated record, but who have you beaten? You haven't beaten nobody. Good point. Mm. That's a good point right there. Um even even Ali wasn't undefeated. Sure wasn't. Um, let's go ahead and switch over to the NFL. A couple NFL topics we can talk to, then obviously we're gonna move over to the NBA. So there's been a lot of talk. Let's talk about this NFL action. Obviously, a couple the NFL made an announcement today. Boston is getting washed. 30 out of the 32 teams have been approved to have full capacity for their stadiums this season. What two teams weren't approved? So far, they're not approved, but they haven't finalized with their with their local areas, and that's the Indianapolis Colts and my Denver Broncos. <sighs> I know. I don't, so I, even even in LA they're gonna have a uh, full capacity for it, but the Broncos are like I don't know. All right, that's I, 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 and obviously they're saying, uh, and I read from um Julie, Judy Batista from NFL.com who said that they're probably they're pretty much in the final stages of getting it getting it finalized for the Colts and the Broncos. So it's just gonna be a, fa- a matter. This is just a matter of time. The boat, uh, we'll have full stadiums for the NFL this season. I wonder are they gonna force masks? I'm pretty sure they're not. I don't think, but they did say they aren't going to make, you know, vaccinations mandatory. I mm. figured that. They don't want to lose on money. And we're going to talk about that because I know a lot of people want to talk about the whole LeBron thing. So don't worry. We'll get to that when we talk NBA, folks. By the way, now the Nets are up 2-0. I know, Mark. Teams who will go up 2-0 in the best of seven series win 93% of the time. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater 
New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. So, I mean, we have a team that has Kyrie Irving and James Harden and Kevin Durant. You know, if you're up 2-0, there's most definitely no reason for you to lose that part. Right. Um, That's the truth. There's some players who seem like they might be on the move soon. Well, one definitely has made it clear that he's going to be on the move, and that's Julio Jones. Mm. Yeah. The all-pro receiver from the Atlanta Falcons has <clears throat> quietly requested a trade back oh. before the draft. Uh, I'm about to say it's not quiet no more. Shannon most definitely made sure it wasn't quiet. And that's what I want to get into, gentlemen. So if y'all didn't see yesterday, during Undisputed, they had a discussion about the, would Julio Jones be a cowboy? Because Skip just thinks everybody who everybody wants to be a cowboy. No. Which they don't, but um, is Julio from Texas? No, he's from Alabama. I mean, I did they say he, he was spotted in a cowboy shirt or something? I don't remember that, but uh, he took a picture so, of a cowboy hoodie. Okay, there, okay, there we go. Some people like the blue star, pretty much. Sorry, um, <laughs> it is, but um, the question is now about Julio Jones. So, yesterday, well, you see, some people saying, um. See, Coach Sokow said that Tom Telesco needs to pick up the phone. He's saying y'all GM to pick up the phone, been ready, and call for Julio. Wait, whoa, 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 No, they do not. They already got like three uh, Pro Bowl-level receivers. I guess they're saying trade one of them and get Julio. Who? You going to trade? Well, they're not going to trade Keenan Allen. I'm assuming you trade Mike Williams. Oh, no, they're crazy. He's still on his rookie deal. No. Yeah, no. And a, but first of all, the talk, no. the word is the price for Julio is a first-round pick. I don't think you're getting a first round pick for Julio. You're not. You're not getting a first round pick for a 32 year old receiver. You'll be surprised. I mean, well, uh-huh. well, I'll take that back. They're not getting a first round because um, the Raiders didn't even give a first round to get uh, um, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was definitely at that time a better player than Julio Jones. So now the question. So now Shannon Sharp calls Julio Jones while Undisputed is on air, and he says, "You know, do you want to, you know, play for a contender? You going what's up?" And he basically says, I'm out of there. And I think the problem is some people are missing the part that he actually wants to stay in Atlanta, but he just wants to play for a winning franchise. He said it there, but now everyone is criticizing Shannon Sharp because they're wondering, did you tell, did you let him know when you were calling him that he was going to be on TV? Um, if Shannon Sharp calls you um, around that time and you're pretty much going to be on air. You should know that by now. Shannon, everybody knows Shannon Sharp has a uh, a morning TV show, and I'm pretty sure Julio Jones watches the show. He's been on the show um, before. I guarantee you, uh, Shannon Sharp sent him a text message and told him, "Yeah, of uh, course, you know, you're gonna be on air." You know, and yeah, and no, what was gonna happen before it, he did it. So yeah, so that's why I don't understand why how people are upset. I mean, did y'all really think any? I think any athlete who Follows the sh- who follows undisputed follows the slow sports si- talk show situation knows that that show was on around that time. You don't even have to follow it to know if you if you're an athlete in general, you know about uh 
excuse me, you know about Undisputed, you know about First Take, you know about all these shows and what time they're on. No matter what time zone you in, if somebody, let's if look, I don't know where, let's say if he was in Alabama. So the shows are on out here, what, like, it's, uh, was it on at 6 o'clock? If it's in Alabama. No, like, what time is it on out here? 6.30. 6.30. So 6.39. I'll, so out there, it's probably about, like, 8, eight, eight 9, possibly. Right, right. So by that time, he should already know. Like, Shannon hit me up, like, okay, it must be something to do with the show. And, and who knows? He probably was already watching the show. Pretty much. So and for the people who over complaining about it, who cares? If Julio Jones is something about it, who cares? Yeah, so now the question is, who should trade for Julio Jones? Now, the, the talks that he wants, to, the two teams that he likes are either the Titans or the Patriots. Um, first and foremost, he is an absolute insane fool for even saying the Titans. Uh, second of all, um, Patriots, I understand. Um, he, he wants to play with Cam Newton. Yeah, that, that's I, I could already see that. Why? But, I mean, hey. Same draft class. He, pro- you got to think about it like this, you know. They, you know, they play against each other in college, everything. So they've been known each other for a long time, and they were in the same draft class. Yep. yep. And, he probably, and he probably feels as if he can um, help Cam out. He can throw the ball for him. Uh, Marcus, your favorite person, Shane the Sunshine. He's just left a comment congratulating us on our fiftieth episodes. Thank you. Thank so, you. Thank so far, you. keep it going. Good luck. So, thank Sophie, you, Daddy loves you. her. All right, so. Those are the those are the two teams. All right, are right, can we now nah, we saying the teams that we think should make the move for them? Let's go for it. All right. Uh if I am Baltimore, I am uh, calling Atlanta at least three times a day. I think their odds out, by the way. Go ahead. Mark, you you go next. I'm gonna find the odds. I would most definitely three times a day. They would have to block my number. I think the Niners should call for call for them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that that'd be crazy. So, I think that's probably one of the teams. But here's the problem with the Niners. Okay, so here are some odds. Um, Him and Debo would be insane. They have the Patriots minus 150. Mm. You have the Titans plus 300. Okay. You got the Ravens plus 700. Okay. The Packers plus 750. The Niners plus 800. The Colts plus 900. Chargers plus 1,200. Eagles plus 1,600. Your Raiders, Nick, plus eighteen hundred, and the Giants and the Bills plus two thousand. Mm. And, and the, Raiders, the, Raiders the sports line has the Niners plus two fifty and the Raiders plus three hundred. There's a lot of varying odds out, but I'm, the Raiders are not gonna be able to afford them unless he restructure his contract. Our our cap numbers are weird right now. So mm. right now it looks like the Patriots are right now the fa- the Patriots and the Titans are the favorites according to Vegas. But we do have uh. We have a lot of uh, draft capital we can give to him. So that's a whole different story. And I think that's all really Atlanta wants. Yeah. We most definitely have because we got a whole bunch of extra draft picks for some of the paying reasons. I don't know where they came from, but uh, we got a whole bunch of extra draft picks, like in, especially like the second, third round, just like between that range over the next couple of years. So it might, you know, if it comes down to that. But I can't really think of no reason uh, why we would be able to do it. If I'm the Patriots, I make the call because simply easily. If you trade, obviously you have, you don't. Belichick really doesn't care about first round picks. Nope. Obviously, now you have Mac Jones. You need to, and obviously, we expect sometime this year he might be. I don't. Well, just never know. I think Cam, if Cam is healthy, he's he's get, he's gonna get a red shirt year. Yeah. But we have not been proven that Cam Newton can stay healthy, so we need to see. Well, Cam was fine until he caught uh, COVID. Good point. Um, after that, it was over. And they're getting all their in seven. Not well. No, well, in all actuality. 
that, that wreck was uh something I feel as if um that affected him later on instead of like it's one of those situations where you um the injuries end up being long term instead of short term. Mark, you sound you seem a little skeptical about about Cam Newton because he's a quarterback. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't even think he was playing all right until he got hurt. I think he just had a bad year the whole year whole year uh from beginning to end before COVID there too. But um I do think that'd be a good good place for Julio to go, especially because Julio and um and Mac Jones got that uh Crimson Tide. Yeah, whatever that is. That Crimson <laughs> Tide connection. Mm. Well, I know another quarterback. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, one who's seen everyone keeps talking about is Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers made his first public appearance since the rumors came were released that he wants out of Green Bay he was on Sports Center last night for Kenny Mayne's final Sports Center and he's basically saying he has no issue with them drafting Jordan Love mm-hmm. he doesn't have an issue with his teammates he doesn't have an issue with the coaches his issue is just with the lack of communication between him and the front office that's not like something that Brett Farr said he was over there. So now the question is, and now everyone's wondering what happens with Aaron Rodgers. And if you're Green Bay, do you placate to Aaron Rodgers? Basically saying the rumors were either he goes or the GM goes. Um, if I am Green Bay, I am telling Aaron Rodgers, um, either you're playing for us this year or go ahead and retire. What about Green Bay for Julio, guys? Now. That's a whole different story, because you get Julio Jones over there with uh with Devontae Adams. That's that's kind of crazy. Trade Jordan Love for Julio Jones in the first round pick. Bye. I don't know if Atlanta wants who, uh, Jordan Love, but all right. uh, yeah, I'm about to say if they accept well, Jordan not, Love, then yeah. Well, he's not playing. He's not gonna play anytime soon because obviously Matt Ryan's never miss, doesn't miss games like that. Yeah, he never gets hurt. That's crazy. Uh, I, don't, I I I can't see. It. Well, maybe. Green Bay. I think Green Bay should trade Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, and and, uh, and stock up on draft picks, man. So yeah, they, they can most definitely get a lot of draft picks for Aaron Rodgers. Right so down, the, right to Denver. Right so to Denver. Can, so they, they can start the rebuild. Hey, watch out, man. Right to Denver. No, y'all getting Sean Watson. Right to Denver. Well, well I, I, I'm. You won't hear me complain. You won't hear me complaining as long as he's as long as he's eligible to play. Yeah. As long as he's eligible to play, I I wouldn't complain about getting Deshaun Watson. Everyone's saying that, and I want to ask you guys this on the Deshaun Watson front. Uh-huh. If a team trades for them, can they handle the? Is it going to be any backlash? Because some people were bringing up, obviously, they remember the backlash when the Eagles signed Michael Vick. So, oh, oh Bart, he's not going to make another guarantee. Oh, he'll be all right. He he didn't he didn't do it to a doll, so they don't care. They think that because sexual assault, we're in the Me Too movement. That there's obviously will take a lot of. There's going to be a lot of backlash from people about him going to the about teams trading for him. Is that Brock a guarantee? Probably. He probably guaranteed something against the Lakers. He said, we, he basically said that no, basically, last year. Oh, Nick. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we done. We're done. Oh, Nick. Barkley just said guarantee we're going to win. Yeah, it's oh, over. Oh, Nick. Yeah, we about to get swept. Barkley just guaranteed the Clippers going to win tonight, Mark. Yeah, we about to get swept. That's about to be ugly for, for the Clippers. Yeah, we about to, oh, we about to lose by like man. 50 points. Y'all ain't gonna win till y'all go to Dallas, man. Oh, damn. Oh. Yes. He did that on purpose. You think he's funny? <laughs> yeah, it's over for us. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know, man. Aaron Rod- I don't think he's going. I personally don't think he's going anywhere. But if it happens, come right to Denver. Come right to Denver. But there's some another player who's going to be 
some who might be on the field this September. Do that. One Timothy Tebow. He's going to be on the field. Tim Tebow. We we brought this up during the dra- our draft watch party. We brought this up last week, and now we're bringing it up again because now it's official. Tim Tebow is back in the National Football League. He signed a one-year deal as a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars to reunite with his former college coach, Urban Meyer. And I heard his jersey is supposed to be like a top 10 jersey. No, it's a number one. It's number one? He has the – Tim Tebow, since he signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think it was a Monday or Tuesday, has the top five selling – the top five selling items on NFLshop.com right now. Adult jersey, men's jersey, women's jersey, youth jersey, and I think T-shirt, and I think T-shirts or whatever. But Tim Tebow has the top five selling items on NFL shop right now. Well, the people in Florida and um, they they love Tim Tebow, and I guess the uh, the Christians from out there love him as well. Let me wow. say this as a man, they do for real. Yeah, and I look, I want to talk to my brothers and sisters in Christ out there. Please do not make this a spectacle. So like. Please, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. We're we're really finna make a spectacle of a fourth string tight end, boss. Yo, he's not he's not even gonna be on special teams, probably. He pro- um, he, uh, he hey, he might end up being a starter. He's going to see the field. I promise you that. Man, look, he will not make it out of training camp after after the preseason. He is going back to the SEC Network. Skip Bayless said, "Um, he's a better blocker than um Shannon Sharp." Skip Bayless need to block himself for saying something that's stupid. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's dumb. Better blocker than a pro football Hall of Famer. <laughs> I have my I reserve my thoughts for uh, Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah, this dude. Yeah, get out of here with that crap. Yeah, uh, that was pretty funny. So now some people are saying, well, what if Trevor Lawrence throws an interception? You're gonna have fans chanting Tebow, Tebow. I'm gonna say, well, yeah, he's yeah, that's not gonna happen. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is worried about Tim Tebow. I really don't. Yeah, I, really, I, highly, I highly doubt that he's worried about that. He's not what's he's not worried about Tim Tebow at all. This dude been the top ranked um, quarterback in his class since he was in like high school. He's not worried about nobody. All right, and the Lakers are in the Lakers and Suns are finna tip off in about in the next minute. Lakers need to try to even the series up. I think we're going to. Both LA teams are in trouble if they lose this game. By the way, uh, whoever is the schedule makers in the NBA, what were y'all Trash. thinking? They're terrible. So for those who don't know, the the Lakers and and the Suns are finna play right now on TNT at seven o'clock, and then in thirty minutes from now, the Clippers and the Mavs are gonna play on NBA TV. That makes absolutely no sense. You do not have two teams in the same market on at the same time. Either one could have played last night, one played tonight, or you have one of them play tomorrow. But you don't do that. Especially, yeah, that was dumb. Especially a playoff game out of all things. That's that's just insane. Yeah, so I don't know who made that. Who made who made that schedule? Let's see if Anthony Davis made the trip from LA to uh, Phoenix. He better. If not, he gonna he might as well be finding new real estate back in Chicago because I know he just bought that huge mansion that everyone's reporting, and he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I mean he's not, but he needs to. This he needs to show up. Unless, he, unless LeBron say something, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He just got to show up. Show up. Yeah, tuck your jersey in and get out there and play. You are not – DeAndre Aiden is not better than you. He got outplayed by somebody who's like uh, – who DeAndre Aiden is, is what Greg Oden was supposed to be. Good point. Yeah, most definitely. No, I don't know. 
He was. He, uh, well, Odin was. Greg, I don't think Greg, 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 Greg Odin was shoot, couldn't shoot like he could. Mm-hmm. By the way, thirteen points, five for sixteen. By the way, I, when I look at Phoenix, I mean, I know they have Chris Paul now. I still just be wondering how. What would it have been like if they would have actually drafted Luca with the number one pick, and they would have had Luca and Devin Booker? I, I understand what you're saying, but it's like what I said before. In basketball, no matter who it is, if you have a a, a center that's like set like about seven feet tall, who could shoot, defend, and rebound at a high level, nine times out of ten, this dude's gonna get drafted number one overall because you can literally plug him into any system. Unbelievable, but yeah. So by the way, Trey, shout out to Trey Young. We're gonna talk about him because we're gonna get into this. NBA. I actually forgot. That Atlanta made that crazy run at the end of the season to get into the playoffs. Yeah, they fired their coach. They fired their coach. They fired their coach, and it worked. Nate McMillan, and then Nate McMillan. Now he got fined for talking about trying to say the NBA tried to get the 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 Knicks into the playoffs, but he might he might be right. But let's talk some NBA, gentlemen, because obviously we're now at the start of the NBA playoffs. We're now into game twos. We've had a couple of offseason awards already announced. Let's start there first. Um, yesterday was announced. Jordan Clarkson blocked by Anthony Davis. Good job. Run it, Dennis Schroeder. Earn, earn your $20 million. He ain't getting that. Yeah. I make that, KCP. Wow. He got to make, make them wide open. He got to make those wide open ones. But yesterday was announced. Jordan Clarkson was named the 2021 Sixth Man of the Year, as we all predicted. Yeah, that was pretty much... Uh... Expected, but it was an int- but it was a it was nice how they did it. They had him and Joe Ingles both being interviewed pregame by TNT, and they asked them who can y'all name any ja- Utah Jazz in franchise history who won six man, and Clarkson said zero, but Joe Ingles said one, and he said who, and he pointed right at Jordan Clarkson, and here comes the six man trophy right there for Clarkson to receive on national TV. So shout out to Jordan Clarkson. That was pretty dope. And then today it was announced, another one we pretty much predicted, Julius Randle is the 2021 most improved player. 20 points, 10 rebounds, foul. And it was an interesting get. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Yeah, he took one. To the, he took one. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. No. He might have took one right where, where might yeah. end the valley of the sun. Pause. Oh! oh! That might get overturned for an offensive foul. That should be. No, it, it was a foul first. Oh, like, it. it was a foul. They trying to see what's gonna be a, a flagrant. Or Ouch! Flagrant. Ouch! Ouch! That should be something. So you're not supposed to do that kick out, but uh, it's it's dope to see um to see uh both of them win the awards considering you know what they went through uh with their the tenure with the Lakers. Uh, yeah. So in the last year. Like, I'm going to give you a timeline of all the young Lakers who've been – the Lakers are drafted and traded. They dra- they traded Jordan Clarkson in 2019 to Cleveland to free up the space to get LeBron. Him and Larry Nance to Cleveland, the, the space to get LeBron. But it started first when they traded D'Angelo Russell to Brooklyn first. He became all-star. Mm-hmm. Clarkson gets traded to Cleveland, and he's ended up getting traded to Utah, for, and he now becomes six-man. They didn't bring back Julius Randle. He goes to New Orleans for a year, and then he ends up in New York, and now he's the most improved player in an All Star. And then you had Brent, and then you had um, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, Hanzo, Josh Hart all get traded to New Orleans to get Anthony Davis. 
Brandon Ingram became an all-star and became most improved player last year. So the young Lakers have all flourished since they left the purple and gold. They just weren't ready the time the Lakers drafted them for us to see. It wasn't the fact they wasn't ready. It was it was it wasn't gonna work with all them on the same team. No, you know, at least with uh prime example uh with um BI and um and Randall, they're their own um they have their own team. So they wouldn't be able to get the uh the shots and you know the looks they would get right now if they were still on the same team. It yeah. would have been dope. It would have been dope to see all of them on the same team playing at the level that they are at. Right. But it wouldn't have happened that way. Somebody somebody would have got shortchanged somewhere down the run. So now we still have a few more of the awards to be announced. Um, they announced obviously um the, no- the nominees for all the other awards, including MVP, defensive player of the year, six man of the year, coach of the year, rookie of the year. And we'll be finding those out. So is, is Rudy Gobert getting defensive player of the year again? He shouldn't. It should go to Ben Simmons. Yeah, but they like they like Rudy Gobert. So. It, should go, it should go to Ben Simmons. It should go to Ben Simmons. Yeah. So let's talk about the – go ahead, Mark. I agree. As I agree, it should be Ben Simmons, but they probably will give it to uh, Gobert. Yeah. I, again, I mean, I mean, he did. I mean, didn't him stop in the league? Wasn't that enough defense in the world? Mm-mm. That's why That's why he's going to win. He's, he's the best defensive player ever. He stopped sports. <laughs> I mean, he stopped the <laughs> technically he didn't stop sports. He stopped the world almost. He pretty much because obviously when sports stopped, the world stopped. He did that for Napoleon. Wow. Go ahead. But um so um let's talk about how the playing tournament the playing tournament. So they in gave, the East they gave AD a flagrant. That's garbage. No, well, I'm not I, sure. I mean, that's not garbage. He shouldn't have kicked his foot out. I'd have, I'd have just been, I'd been an offensive foul. I mean, I don't think it was intentional, but I get it. They, the rule is you can't kick. You, yeah, can't, you, you can't kick in general. And so, he most definitely kicked the, the tip of his shoe right in the groin area. Yeah, that, that, that hurts. Yeah, that most definitely. You have, you have to get something for that one. That was, that was crazy. Wow. This is an interesting start to this game. Yeah, for real. Um, what did y'all – was the playing tournament a success to you guys? Obviously, let's recap the East. We was here when Boston beat when Boston beat um beat um Washington, and then um we had uh then Indiana they they beat Charlotte and then so Indiana and Washington played for the eighth seed and Indiana won, I mean Washington won. Now they're playing the they're playing the the Sixers in the first round and obviously they gave them a good run in game one. Obviously, they call flagrant on AD, but he's still going to get two free throws. Yeah, of course. So, um, I had a problem with the playing tournament. And, and then let's go over to the West. The West was more interesting because obviously Memphis, they beat the Spurs. Lakers beat Golden State and they go on to face the Suns, as you see right now. And then Memphis and Golden State have a classic on last Friday. And Memphis went ahead and put, and everyone had Golden State pencil in. Memphis went and said, no, we're we not done yet. And that's exactly what happened. And they ended up advancing. And now they're up 1 0 on the Utah Jazz. John Morant. I hope y'all I hope y'all paying attention to this guy, man. He's the rookie of the year. He was the rookie of the year for a reason last year. But this brother is on his way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. y'all thoughts on the on the success or of the playing tournament. Is this something we're gonna see for for the future? Uh, I only have one problem with the playing tournament. I don't like the fact of um, how the stats that you get in those games don't apply to nothing. Yeah, 
So, because uh, technically that's not a playoff game and it's not a regular season game. That don't make sense. So that fit that. So that fifty point game that uh, Tatum had in the long run, it doesn't mean nothing. Mm. So, so, it's, so, it's just, so is it just highlights? At that point, it's just we all know he scored fifty in his tournament game, but it doesn't count towards his regular season stats or his postseason stats. That has to be the stupid. So yeah, that's the only thing I have a problem with. So in the long run, when you're gonna look at Jason Tatum and they're gonna show how many fifty point games he had at the end of his career, he's gonna be shorted one because he had because this one during the tournament didn't count. Got it. Oh, that's great. that's whack. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Besides that, the playing tournament is dope. Um, what did you think about the playing tournament, Mark? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of it, but I like how it turned out this year. Uh, because you know they let uh John Morant and the Grizzlies get inside the playoffs. Uh, I think uh, I, even though they won, it's probably gonna be a better matchup. I still would prefer to see that stuff uh get to the playoffs. Of course. Um, but. I don't think this. I don't think that playing tournament benefits a lot of teams because they're playing extra game or extra two games than everybody else. And then you may have teams like what people said the Clippers did. You know, they may have teams that lose games on purpose just to affect these other teams that are at the uh, that are at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, uh, the Clippers. Um, like I think the, it was the Clippers and um, and the Nuggets. They both lost games in order for uh, some other teams to uh, either either catch up or something like that to throw off the uh, the playing tournament. So, talk about the playing tournament. We saw we got the chance to see LeBron versus Steph. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone is criticizing. Oh, I heard Max the other day. Oh, Steph didn't do this in the playing. Didn't do this in the final six three minutes of overtime and blah blah blah. I get it, Max. You don't like Steph. You you basically say you think Ingle is more clutched than, which is probably the most ignorant thing you ever said about basketball. I've heard him say worse, but that's most definitely top five. But um, everyone's bringing up now what happens with the Warriors. Now Bob Myers is saying he's that they're planning on try- offering Steph Curry an extension in off season, a two hundred million dollar extension this off season. Yes. Uh, how long is uh, Clay Thompson under contract for? He signed a five-year deal, so he missed last year. He missed this year. He has three more years left. Oh, so he has three more years left? Yeah. Yeah, Steph ain't going nowhere. Everybody get this whole Steph to the Lakers or Steph to New York or Steph to wherever. Get all that up out of here. As long as Clay Thompson. Wow. (laughs) What in the world just happened on that play? Dre Crowder basically threw the ball in the backcourt thinking somebody could retrieve it and threw it right to LeBron. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of stupid. But, um... As long as Klay Thompson's up over there, he's not going nowhere. I think he most definitely realized, don't get me wrong, Steph is is a great, great, one of the greats. But, you know, if he didn't realize it beforehand, he most definitely realizes it now that Klay Thompson is most definitely a big part of their team success. Mm-hmm. Right. And as long as those two are together, they are a dangerous combo. If Clay's even at 85% of what he was before or 80%, their team is still very, very dangerous. Just mm-hmm. on the simple fact of those two are still there. So now you wonder with Steph. So some people are saying, oh, they missed out. They shouldn't have drafted Wiseman. They should have drafted Melo. But I'm like this. If you're drafting Melo. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. 
J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. And Clay's coming back next year. Lamelo is not a... He's not Clay. He's not like he's not a person who can run off screens and be a catch-and-shoot player. He needs... He's more like Steph where he needs the ball to operate. And they already have another point forward over there in Draymond Green yeah. who, who actually works... It's weird... How Draymond, like his impact is most definitely at his best when both of them are on the court. By the way, it's just insane. Did anyone did did, did Draymond shot ever hit ever come down yet? What are you talking about that uh that that little uh that little shot he thought he was gonna make? I don't know what that was. Mark, what was that, man? Uh, a bad shot. Oh, that was dumb. Me. He should have put up for the for the for the float. I mean for the jump shot for at the free throw line. Oh. So the Warriors, some another talk topic we'll talk about with the playing tournament. Um, what about the playoffs? The Celtics, we talked about the Celtics. We talked about the Celtics. The Celtics obviously seem like they're on their way out in the next couple of games. But what I mean, what changes do they make? I mean, I don't really care for the Celtics, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. But if you're if you're Danny Ainge, what you got? What is Danny Ainge going to, have to do to realize that he really screwed this up? Uh, apologize to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I've seen him on here ever since that. Yeah, in all honesty, and um, I think what happened was is is that they end up being um, what's that um, oh, what's that term called? I think um. Basically, they had some, they really had too many good players at the same position, right? And I always said that they should have uh, traded Jordan, uh, Gordon Hayward to at least get something for him, or even like players or something like that to that extent because they really didn't need him. And I and we all knew he was going to be gone once his contract was up, anyways. By the way, Boston, Austin, this is crazy because if you think about it. They 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 trick they trick Philadelphia thinking they want to take Markel Fultz at one so they can take Jason Tatum. Had the Sixers just not made that deal and Jason Tatum would have fell to them at three, you would have had a big three of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Jason Tatum. Mm. That would have been insane. I think I think uh, Philly would have won one by now. Um, would they have won one by now? I don't know. That team would have been difficult to beat, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but you also got to see. I wonder if that if that happens, how would Jason Tatum have developed? He still would have developed all right because he still would have been able to uh to be a, a perimeter scorer because uh Ben Simmons was gonna take no shots away from him because Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Man, yeah, Jason, but, Jason yeah, Tatum's nice man. He, he he's really good and he he uses a lot of ISO. I think that he him him being him not uh, having a ball in his hand a lot and on top of that uh, being a third maybe a second and a half option. After uh, MB, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't know if his development would have been as fast as it is where he get his own as his own team. Um, it, it probably could have because 
you got to think about it. He was like the second. He was basically the second option when he got drafted, second to third option. And, you know, he he figured it out. But what really helped him um, develop into that was because, I mean, Kyrie got, got ghost. So they, they, that, that pretty much uh, made him the number one. Yeah, he. I, I think I think he took that from Kyrie in Boston, though. I do not want to see Anthony Davis shoot any threes. I'm tired of seeing Anthony Davis shoot three pointers. I mean, come on, did, did Vogel? Did we not get the? Did, did we not make adjustments? This now, when I say the stuff about Anthony Davis, that's the stuff I be talking about. Little stuff like that. Did we not make adjustments? <laughs> I mean, I do not want him shooting three. I want him in the paint. Yeah, because the DeAndre Aiden should paint. not be yeah. owning. Wow. What's Chris Paul doing? He flopped. Chris Paul flopping. Yeah, they thought he thought he was gonna get the foul, but obviously he didn't. Get the defense. Good defense. Man, this has been going on for the past two minutes. This is ridiculous. But um, yeah, Danny Ainge is gonna have to really look in the mirror this offseason and really figure out what he's gonna do. It's crazy how LeBron been in the league 30 years and they lost no athleticism. Wow, it really is. Yeah, for real, huh? Just just watch the alley you about to catch. Wow. So here we go. Here we go. Where we going? Where we going, AD? Oh my God! Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That's now crazy. that's how you play in the playoffs. Now LeBron said, "Yeah, the ankle." And Vogel says he's going to be some times where he look like he's going to take some plays off. He's kind of pretty much content. Man, y'all better respect. That. Y'all better put some respect on that man's name. There's no way in the world a 36 year old be jumping that hard. No one. But that happens when you pay when you, when you pay two million dollars for. For off-season training, though. And hey, I've seen somebody make a joke about that. They was like, Jordan have to do that. Well, <laughs> what the heck y'all think Jordan was paying Tim Grover for? Yeah, the, uh, to make him steaks and lobsters all day. Did y'all not watch the last dance when, when they were filming Space Jam? That's what I'm saying. People just be talking us to I talk. mean, come on. Like, when, Jor- when Jordan had to get back into basketball shape for playing baseball, or as Mark said, was suspended. Um, and when does Mark... <laughs> And uh yeah, you too. <laughs> shout, out, uh, shout out to District X. Yes, obviously shout out to District X. All right, shout out, uh, yeah, shout out, shout them out. Get your merch. Um yeah. so uh in the last dance, they had a, they built a basketball court on the set of Warner Brothers studio so Jordan get back into shape. Yeah, that's and Tim Grover had to basically retrain Jordan how to, you know, be back in basketball shape because he had already trained him to be in baseball shape. So now he had to get back. In, so what you think with Tim Grover, you think he was doing that stuff for free? Tim Grover, go look at Tim Grover's resume. And not just Jordan. It's Kobe. It's Dwayne Wade. Go look at his resume. He, he's made multi-million dollars in the offseason. It was, it was Tim Grover who told Pat Riley to take Dwayne Wade over Chris Kamen. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that they were actually debating about drafting Chris Kamen instead of Dwayne Wade? Yes, because Pat Riley said he needed a center since Lonzo was because Lonzo was retired. Or, Are you kidding me? And he was debating between Wade and Kamen, and he asked, what do you really want? He was like, I want a guy who's going to be next level, who's going to be a star. And Tim Grover told him, that's Dwayne Wade. All right, so where – all right, we'll talk about that later. That's that. That's insane. I didn't know. Training him for the draft out of Marquette. So, therefore, he ended up, you know, 
basically convincing Pat Riley. Someone brought that up. They brought that up on 17 today about he played 12 games about Oloy Candy. And he wasn't even that good. Because Travis said, you know, he went to UC Santa Barbara. Oh, great. Not a foul. But he went to UC Santa Barbara and played Pacific. And they said Michael Oloy is going to be the number one pick in the draft. And he was like, is there another Michael Oloy Candy? And mm-hmm. it was like, no, this guy. I just watched our. He said he know the guy who in the center at UC Santa Barbara wasn't going to the NBA. He owned Michael Owen Candy. Michael Owen Candy was getting owned by a dude at UC Santa Barbara. And, he, and the Clippers went and took him with the first pick. And, and what school he went to again? The University of Pacific. He is most – they will never, ever, 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 ever have a player drafted that high from that school ever, ever again. By the way, you know who was else in that, that draft? That was a 98 draft. Hold on a second. Let's 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 go over the players that the Clippers could have drafted in the '98 draft. Because I'm already <laughs> I'm already mad at the fact that we could have got Paul Pierce at the very least. Um, I yeah, know yeah. Dirk, Dirk was in that draft as well. Yep, Dirk. Mm. Uh, it, it was a few people. Let me see. Oh my God, Mike Bibby was the next pick. We could have. Mike Bibby was number two. Oh my gosh, Antoine mm. Jackson, Vince Carter. Yep. Uh Robert Trailer, Jason Williams, Larry Hughes, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce, Bonzi Wells. All of them were drafted. After all the way candy in oh, that order. Now look at 03 and look at how many how close y'all were to dropping Dwayne Wade. This is insane. Dwayne Wade would have been a clipper with would have been a clipper with Elton Brand. Hmm, that's that'd have been nice. Dwayne Wade and Elton Brand. Yeah. By the way, Ben Ready, you both you you oh nice Schroeder. You 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 tagged the sports for you the page in a in an article you found on Facebook about Elton Brand. You want to share you want to share that so we can have this discussion. I want to know if Mark knew about this story as well. About one and about a certain former number one overall pick who's been in the news a lot lately for a lot of comments he's made on social media. Oh, yeah, Kwame Brown. Y'all better watch your mouth. I hope yeah he's not listening. Is he? I don't hope he ain't got the. Hey, you know what's funny? I'm, I actually met Kwame Brown before. Uh, it was a long time ago when he was, with, you know, obviously he's with the Lakers. I was at uh, Santa Monica, and um, I forgot it was a um, it was a year the Spurs had just won the championship. Too. That was 05. It had to be 05 or 07. So he was up over there, and like they had like some little championship display up over there um, at Santa Monica Pier, and he's one of the players that came up over there. And you never realize how tall six eleven is until you actually meet somebody that's six eleven. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very, very different um, breed of human. 
a six eleven, seven foot tall person, they they are they are not an ordinary person in life. I won't admit the Lakers never they don't feel like they need to double team Devin Booker like he's Steph Curry. Yeah, because that's they what definitely don't have to do that. So Kwame Brown, he's been talking a lot lately. He recently, obviously, he's taught, he's called out Stephen Jackson. He's called out Matt Barnes. He's called out Stephen A. Smith. He's called out Skip Bayless. He's called out Rob Parker. He's told, Ooh. oh, wow. That- get off the way. <laughs> Why are you flopping? Yeah, that's what you get. You're like seven feet tall or like 280 pounds. What are you flopping for? You really, y'all, y'all, y'all finna give DeAndre Aiden a new contract before the end of this. Yeah, he DeAndre most, yeah, finna for get, real. Give him get a new contract after this game. Well, go ahead with what you're saying, John. So he also called out LeBron, saying LeBron needs to tell these young guys, you know, stay with your high school sweetheart, marry sisters, and all that other stuff. We all know the situation with Matt Barnes and the whole. And then now Steven Jackson saying he wants to meet up with him so they can pass things out. It's just but Kwame Brown's been losing lately because Ben Ready found an article today on Facebook about Michael Jordan. And obviously we all know Michael Jordan's legacy as a GM was drafting Kwame Brown number one, passing up on Tyson Chandler, Powell Gasol, Eddie Curry. They said he I mean, killed all those in the pre-draft workouts too. I'm not he probably. That's probably why he ended up going one. And mm-hmm. they're saying that Jordan basically was when he, he treated the Kwame Brown the way he was treated because A. Poland, who was at the time the owner of the Wizards, who brought Jordan in probably to be the owner in waiting, he didn't want to trade him back to back Jordan back to the Bulls in a deal that could have sent Elton Brand to the Wizards. Mm. He didn't want to trade Kwame Brown to the Bulls. No, he didn't want, am I correct? Be ready? He didn't want to trade Michael Jordan to the Bulls, right? He didn't want to trade Kwame Brown to the Bulls. He didn't want to trade Kwame yeah. Brown for Elton Brand. Yeah, because that was the that was the plan of them drafting uh Kwame Brown was to trade him over there to Chicago to get Elton Brand. So then that means Tyson Chandler would have never ended up with the Bulls. Mm-mm. He would have still been with the Clippers. Yep. But they would still would have took Eddie Curry. Yeah. Cause you would have so man, you basically would have had two high schools. You still would have had two high school twin towers. I don't think they would have took Eddie Curry. Who knows what they would have drafted at that point? Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Yeah, that's true. I could have changed the whole... Uh, yeah, who who knows? what? Let me see. I'm about to go back to that draft, but go ahead. 2001. I could have changed the whole uh, direction of that draft, man. Well, yeah, we, for real. Well, we all know Michael Jordan was supposed to be the owner of the, of the, of the Washington Wizards eventually, but it didn't happen. So now he that's why he ended up coming out of retirement, playing for the Wizards. He was the president. Of, he was the president of basketball operations, and man, he was horrible. Obviously, he traded Rip Hamilton for Jerry Stackhouse because obviously he just believed in all the, everybody from North Carolina should be playing for North Carolina. He hired Doug Collins as the coach. There was this rumor that Charles that they was going to try to get Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing over there with Jordan. Yes. All right. So 
these are the next two players after um after Eddie Curry. Yeah. So it says Kwame Brown number one. Yes. Tyson Chandler number two. Yes. All number three. Yep. Eddie Curry was number four. So yep. if that trade happens, um, Eddie Curry, of course, doesn't get drafted by Chicago. Okay. So they may end up drafting either a Shane Battier, Jason Richardson, uh, Joe Johnson's available later on in his um a couple more picks away. Um, uh, who else? Um I'm trying to think who of another guard is right here. Uh well not Rodney White. Um yeah, it probably been it probably would have been either um Shane Battier or Jason Richardson. It would have been Shane Battier. Everybody, everybody loved Shane Battier coming out of the draft. Well, Golden State didn't like him that much because they drafted Jason Richardson before. Yeah, shout out to Shout out to Jay Rich. A very underrated player um from from that era. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I, don't, I, I don't think he gets – he doesn't get talked about enough. Everyone yeah. thinks about talk about you win the dunk contest, but if you watch Jason Richardson – He was a very good player. And obviously when the athleticism left it, what the heck was that KCP? The KCP um, three-pointer? He just – Yeah, because Jason Richardson three-pointer became very good after he stopped dunking on everybody. Oh, KC, that KCP. KCP. KCP PG. Or he's KCP J. Cole. Wait, hold on now. Let me say this. Everybody relax. Look, let's be real. That highlights that Josh sent to the chat about J. Cole. And now J. Cole's getting, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's taking somebody else's well-deserved spot. Well, here we go again. Look, yes, J. Cole had a plug because he's Jermaine Cole. He's a, he's a Grammy-nominated superstar and all that other stuff. Uh-huh. But I think he truly has a passion for basketball. It's not like he's playing in the G League. He's playing in Basketball Africa. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's not playing like a like a big league. He's playing for the um, Rwanda team, right? Pretty much, he yeah. does. Mark Gasol sighting. Wow, a Mark Gasol sighting. Yeah, but um, go back to what you were saying about uh about uh, uh Kwame Brown. So Kwame Brown is basically, you know, he's tired. Yeah, he's been he's been talking. Yeah, make that, Keith. Wow. Uh but he's getting tired of everyone being, you know, basically being the joke for the last 20 years. He's a bust. And by the way, how do y'all feel about even saying we need to retire the word bust? Pause. Um, I don't think that word needs to be um, needs to be retired, but I think it's still it is uh, there's certain players where it shouldn't be labeled on. Uh, Kwame in Brown, my, in my opinion, Kwame Brown wasn't a bust, man. I mean, I felt like you have 13 years in the NBA. Yeah, that's that's not a yeah, that's yeah, a that's, that's a great not, career. That's not a that's not a bust, man. And and I think that people have to realize that all because you didn't average 20 points a game don't mean that you're not good. Like Kwame Brown, I was saying this even when he was playing, like he was he was good for what he was good for. He was a good really good defender and he was good he was a good uh, rebounder. He but was he's not he, he's not number one overall player good though. That's yeah, that's probably the difference one. when he gets um like the criticism he gets like that um like for me uh, there's certain players I'll, uh, I'll judge them differently of the simple fact of like you're drafted at a certain position. Like um, I used to be real critical of Brandon Ingram because I'm like, he's not playing up to a, a second overall pick uh, type of stature until, you know, that um, the second half of that season with the Lakers on the last year. Right. And I'm like, okay, now, now you're starting to see why he was drafted second overall. But right. up to that point, he really hadn't shown it. So I was very critical of him. Right. And I think he, I, I think he gets that same criticism. But it also doesn't help that a dude like Stephen A. Smith pretty much made his career early on clowning you. 
Everyone, yeah. I mean, because if yeah. you go good, good pass. By the way, that was terrible defense. Go look at Kwame Brown when he was in Charlotte. Go figure. Jordan brought him to Charlotte. It was just crazy. Yeah, I know, right? And Charles, o- they had Charles Oakley on the coaching staff. Charles go- Oakley made him a serviceable, a serviceable big man. Yeah, I think he. I think, but honestly, I think he been a serv- a serviceable big man. Like he just but- wasn't. No, he wasn't number one. He wasn't number one overall pick. Good. That's all it was. If he had been yeah. drafted like number fifteen, it probably would have been different. Yeah, I, I don't think. I, I think the the word "bust" is still applicable, but it's just not for him. Like I said, there, you, you played thirteen seasons and uh, and the highest, highest level of, of basketball. There's no way in the world you can be a bust. Yeah, no, no way. And for the people who who actually use that term loosely, pause. You know, there's certain there's certain players where it does apply to, but there's certain yeah. players where it doesn't. Prime yeah. example, when people say Greg Oden, I don't I don't say that Greg Oden is a bust because not, his, he was injured. His career got cut short due to injuries. You can't, Bo- you can't control that. Sam Bowie the same way. There's certain players, you know, these injuries come around. You can't do nothing about that. Uh, Harold Miner wasn't a bust because he actually had a he had a serviceable career. He Hell just Mar- got is go ahead, Mark. Harold Miner wasn't a bust neither. Harold Miner was actually a pretty good player. He just Seemed like whatever situation he ended up in, they had uh, a whole lot of guards. You know, it was a, it was a log jam at that position every, everywhere he went from Miami, from Cleveland to Miami. They had they had you know guards Money. there, so it, it was it was hard for him to find find his niche. But he was a bust. I think a bust is somebody like uh, and I hate to say it, but uh, Anthony Bennett. There, there's no hate to say it. That's that's the prime that's, example. That, that's a fact. That's Anthony, a prime yeah. example. He he even though. All right, for example, you can still not live to being number one overall and, like you said, still be serviceable. Anthony mm-hmm. Bennett wasn't serviceable. He actually got – when he got into the league, he barely played, and when he played, he he didn't look like a good player. At least when Greg Oden played, you saw that he – you see why he was drafted number one overall. Yeah, right? you've seen flashes. Yeah, you most definitely saw flashes of why, okay, I understand why they drafted number one overall. With Anthony Bennett, you never – ever even thought about it when you watched him play like why in the world was he drafted number one overall at certain times it's like why in the world was he drafted yeah it was very bad i think he he averaged like the most he averaged in one year was like seven points that's a pr- now if you're gonna label somebody a bust that's the dude right there because even he uh anthony bennett because even when he went to another team he wasn't that good and he was pretty much out of the league in five years, he was garbage. He was done. Them, I think before five years. Yeah. Um, all the way, Candy. But um, no, nah, I ain't gonna say that. He, he he was in the league for a while. Was he? Yeah, he was in the league at least six years. I remember because when he got traded. No, um, we're talking about uh all the way, Candy. I think uh, I'll say all the way, Candy. I don't because he made. Oklahoma, I don't think Oklahoma Candy was a bust. I just think that, like you said, it's that first pick. Yeah, some some people end up being a victim of being drafted too high, and I just think some people get are victims of being drafted in the wrong situation. I yeah, and I think yeah, Kwame Brown was definitely in the wrong situation based off of what what he said. And the thing is, everything that he said didn't, doesn't sound far fetched, especially if you if everybody watched the uh, everybody watched the uh, documentary, right? So imagine you as an eighteen year old kid, and you got to deal with a forty a forty forty one year old talking to you like that on a consistent basis. Not every 18-year-old is strong. You know, everybody, we all are 18 at one point. Right. And, you know, and, you know, somebody like around that age that, you know, they they, they talk down on you like that, you're going to shut down. And I and think when, also. And when he, he, he came came to get a black eye. Who? I don't know. But 
Probably try probably we was talking smack to Caruso. But you know what I'm saying? But um yeah. with with Kwame Brown and I think you know he he's like, man, I grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. Yeah. And this dude is treating me like I'm like garbage. Like so you also got to wonder, like, man, his self-esteem was just, like you said, the confidence, self-esteem was probably like, man, this is the dude who I grew up watching as a kid on, on Saturdays and Sundays and mm-hmm. and having this poster probably in my room and stuff. And now... And you know whose fault that is? The coach, Doug Collins? Yeah, because Doug Collins would never stand up to Jordan. No, he's not. He, he, he would never do that. Because Jordan brought him... Because Jordan hired him. Yeah, he's not going to stand up to Jordan. So everything is going to be... Everything that was wrong on that team was Kwame Brown's fault. It wasn't Jordan's fault. It couldn't be Jordan's fault. Jordan won six rings. It's not gonna be Jordan's fault. Jordan's the owner. We're not gonna get. It's not Jordan's fault. Let's bring Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. So that's what, and that doesn't help either. That most, I think, that right there made probably the whole situation way worse. Way worse. Oh, it did because Stephen A. basically made him basically a meme, and it made Stephen A. Smith like very popular because I remember I was young during that time. I used to go back and laugh at that video. And it started, and you know, that's the reason why we say Kwame Brown. It was being said for years. And he called him, basically, and every time you spoke to him, he, he always called, called him a scrub. scrub. Yeah. Good hustle, THT. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I feel certain ways about when you get to a certain point and you and you feel uncomfortable with people talking to you on the court. Like mm-hmm. it's basketball that happens, but I also understand you being 18. And yeah. But I also feel that's another way you know he was successful, man. They say you're successful when your idols become your rivals. It's it's hard it's hard when your um when your rival is also your boss. The idol is your idol and your rival is your boss, and your coach doesn't have your back at all. <laughs> but but see, I also feel like uh, I also feel like it really shouldn't have been a rivalry. It should have just been uh it could have it could have been taken as you know, uh, hard luck, tough luck, which which comes along with sports. Like the higher the higher you get at level of sports you play, the tougher love is. So I, you know, oh yeah, you know, I I, I, agree. I agree. I think all, that all comes with, with with sports. Um, but like I said again, man, when you when you eighteen and you at the highest level, that can't that can't oh, kill no, your confidence. I can I can understand that. Yeah, so, most definitely, especially considering. You, you got to think about it like this from, from the mental aspect as well. Up to this point, Kwame Brown has always been, like, probably the best player on the court. Right. Nine times out of ten. He's been pretty much the best player since probably he was, like, 12 or 13 years yeah. old. Yeah. And, you know, and then you get to the NBA, and you're the number one overall pick, and you, first and foremost, you're barely getting played, which was true. If you if you go back and think about it, they, they, would, they would play Kwame Brown, but he wasn't getting, like, big minutes like that early on. But, you know – Everybody's different when it comes to rookies, but and then you when you have a number one overall pick, that's that's a whole different story. And then you're going up against Shaq, Tim Duncan, Anzo Morning, Dikembe Mutombo, and you an 18 year old kid. That is just that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's not for everybody. And he made it 13 years, obviously from his time with the from Wizards getting traded to the Lakers. I still hate that trade because we had to give up Karan Butler. But it got us Pogasol, but I I live with it. He had to deal with oh one Shaq. Oh my gosh, yeah, At eighteen. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, and Tim and oh one Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying that's, that's <laughs> I mean, brutal, come on, dude. That's he came brutal. One defensive player of the year that year. That's brutal. Speaking of um, guy Hall of Famers, um, we last week we talked about you know the 2020 Hall of Fame class, which was legendary. Yes, 
But they did the next day they made the announcement for the 2021 class. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this class. Uh-huh. Obviously, we have Ben Wallace. I agree. Chris Bosch. I agree. Chris Weber. I agree. Paul Pierce. I agree. That's the NBA. Okay. International, Tony Kukoc. Yeah. Uh, on the WNBA, Lauren Jackson, okay. all-time Seattle Storm. Mm-hmm. Yolanda Griffith. Yolanda Griffith, who, she was the MVP when they had the Sacramento Monarchs. I forgot about them. Mm. They're not around no, no they're more. They're not around no more. Neither is Houston Commons. We're still, st- I don't understand to this day. Um, they were good, too. They were great. They were the best team. They were the best team in the WNBA. How did they be? That's a that's a story for another show. Um, on the coaches, Bill Russell, he got he's getting in as a coach. Jay Wright from Villanova and Rick Adelman. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to one thousand dollars. Plus, get up to twenty dollars an hour for select roles. The best part: we're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Yeah. Any your Bill, thoughts on this first, of, of, of the 2021 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class, gentlemen? Um, which which people are up for the, um, is it going to be their first time? Well, I think Paul Pierce is the only first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <sighs> they real. I hate to have this discussion again. Why is that? All right, so you know I have this thing about first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah, and you know, greatest Paul Pierce was first. Is he first ballot Hall of Fame? Good. Yeah, you don't think so? <sighs> you don't think Paul Pierce is first ballot Hall of Fame? I don't know, man. That's I don't know. Kind of, I, yeah, I, wanna, I don't know. I, I want to think about that, but I'm kind of leaning towards yeah. But I want to. I, I want to think about that. Okay. Only, look, the only reason why I say that is because, uh he has a couple of things that, that went against him. That's not really his fault. Now, for me, a first body Hall of Famer is one of those guys where you know, off the rip, when you see like just like him when he's on the court. You, he's one of the best players on the court at all times. All right, this class we just had a win in. Yeah, like these dudes were either one or two of the, of the best player on the court at every every single moment they was on the court. And for Paul Pierce, there was the, you know there was times where he was like that most definitely. Now, the you know I start adding championships. He got a championship. All right, cool. He got the All NBA. He got all that. But the thing is. Those the, the MVPs where I start getting like, mm. yeah, no MVPs. He has no MVPs, so that's where I might. Def- that's where the first battle is kind of iffy to me because you, it, for me, for first ballot, you got you got you got to hit all those checks. If you can't, you know, if you can't get the championship, which is understand, not everybody, not every first battle can get the uh, championship, but like you have to. That's one. There's some pivotal checks he has to hit, and he didn't hit one of the main checks. That's why I'm like, I don't know. 
I can't say that because Jason Kidd didn't win MVP. He definitely was a uh, first by the Hall of Fame. But he hit he hit all the other checks though, and Jason Kidd was consistently at and during his career one, quite possibly either the first or second best point guard in the league consistently. Yes, or for sure, he's for sure in the top five. Like with Chris Paul, Chris Paul first battle Hall of Fame. He didn't get the MVP or the championship, but what he does as far as everything else, and he's consistently been the um as for as long as he's been, he's been a top five point guard in the league for pretty much almost his entire career. You know yeah. that's you know that's where that's a little stuff like that. There's other stuff that might, you know that can uh, out, that help you uh, outweigh the other stuff, but that's 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 what that's that's major. Mm, got it. Got it. What did y'all make of the, of the interaction with Chris Webber and Jalen Rose? I find that dope. I wouldn't have done it if I was uh if I was uh what you call it, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'd still have an issue with him behind that because that was yeah. I'm I'm look, I'm not even involved in the, in the um in the whole situation. I'm upset about that. I was some that was some whole different shit right there. Well, I, I can't talk it. about that till tomorrow. Well, I, I'm gonna tell you like this. Chris Webber said he didn't know that Jalen Rose was gonna interview him, which is crazy because you're going on NBA Countdown. But um, he thought maybe it was just gonna be Maria Taylor, and but I mean you you gotta know when they found out Chris was going in the hall. Jalen knew obviously day a day before that Chris was going in the Hall of Fame, and they were like, you know, this just seems right that we have a Fab Five reunion on t- on ESPN. So Jane Chris Webber went on TNT. Um, he was on Dan Patrick so the last week, and he said. Him and Jalen still got some issues they have to talk out as men. They have to do that behind closed doors. But I'm assuming that Jalen's going to get an invite to to Springfield when C. Webb goes in the Hall of Fame in September. But, yeah, so I look at it from this point of view that um, Jalen and Chris Webber, they have to figure out, okay, we're grown. These these, you, these two dudes are, are grown men. They need to go ahead and squash whatever it is that – it, the situation and look mostly it's Chris Webber's fault we all saw the Fab Five is one of my we all had it on our list for the for our top 30 for 30s it was his fault but you can tell it seemed awkward when I, I mean they they talked about they talked about you know growing up in Detroit how much Jalen's mom meant to Chris Webber and this and that rest in peace yeah but it seemed so awkward like man I love you brother and C. Webber was just like you too he like it, it just seems that, so that's because, dry, cold. It was like awkward, man. That's because like that whole situation that it really it really cut deep. You really gotta think about that because even outside of him him cutting early from L, you know, because they all supposed to leave at the same time. That was um, that was the plan. You know, that was the plan from the beginning. We all come here at the same time. We all gonna start, we all gonna win, and we're gonna get up out of here all, all in the same draft. Right. And you know, C Webb was like. You know, that's you know, we all knew he was the best player out of all of them. Yeah. So you know, there's no doubt about how uh, how great he was as a basketball player. But um, okay, that's where he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, it was a stinger. Yeah, most definitely. But um, you know that that whole situation with the dude, I think that's the one situation that you know that's probably has has everybody like in that rift, especially considering you know, uh, rest in peace, he's not around anymore. I think he needs to really, uh, and I wonder to this day, has he ever apologized to Ed Martin's family for what what he basically said in that what he said in that um, press conference? How he tried to take advantage of him, like, and then Ed Martin's son was like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Yeah, he he, he was one of those. He looked off everybody, you know. Jalen and, and people forget, like, and Mark, let you t- chime in on this. 
Jalen said it in the Fab Five. Yeah, I admit, I took money from the dude. The dude gave me gas money. He gave me money to go get a pizza. When I needed some bucks to go to the movies and hang out with my fellas, he hooked me up. Mm-hmm. Chris lied. Yeah. He, he cleared out lied. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. He, you know, Chris Chris wanted to uh, save his face. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, uh, I will hope. I'm going to tell you what they should do or how they should feel. I will hope that uh, as grown men, they can come together and have a conversation. And uh, and Chris Weber can acknowledge the wrong he's doing. Maybe Jalen Rose can acknowledge whatever he you know did wrong, and they can. Uh, they don't have to be best friends, but be so awkward when they be around each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because obviously, look, the whole Fat Five is going to be at the Hall of Fame in September. I, I, it just would seem awkward. If he wasn't, if Jalen was now, I'm assuming Jalen's going to be there because now they've had this pretty much this PR stunt on television because of ESPN is not going to it's going to look like a bad look if Chris doesn't invite him. Now, yeah, like Mark said, they still got to talk this out. Like men, like I said, they got to get behind closed doors. They got to chime out, and say let let each other say what they got to say, and then move, and hopefully it squash. You got to make that tht. Ah, mm-hmm. Phoenix falling back, and it's not good. Now, but in the meanwhile, I mean, I'm glad he got in the Hall of Fame. But you know, uh, the timeout, call timeout, call timeout. Yeah, he better call timeout. They, they didn't cut this lead deficit within two, man. Man, this is gonna be interesting. Look, I said Lakers in six, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna try to get myself too worked up. But they, they have to play, continue playing well. I said no. Russell was going seven games. No, they just got to have LeBron on the court at all times. That's what it looked like. That's not good. That's not, and I don't think that's even possible. It's that's not. not good. That's that's that looks very bad for Anthony Davis. That's all I'm saying. Is Anthony Davis? He needs to. Uh, he 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 has. He's in a he's in the perfect predicament because you know you playing with LeBron and you have this opportunity to take over. You know. Uh, one of the more uh, story franchises and um, not even just basketball and sports. And, you know, you had this great opportunity, but, man, you, you better not fumble it. Because the last thing you want to do is fumble opportunity up in L.A. Because, boy, you're going to hear it. Uh, Dallas 22-13 right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. Why did they put those two games on at the same time? I do not know. It makes no sense. Um, Let's make some predictions for the first round, then we'll go to calling out names. Let's start in the East. Wizards, Spurs, Sixers, Wizards. Uh, uh, Sixers. How many games? Uh, six. Uh, I got Sixers in five. I got Sixers in five too. Um, he, I mean Knicks, Hawks. Um, um I got, I, I, I have a. Well, that's a tough series, man. Yeah, I, have, I have the Knicks in seven. I got I got the Knicks in uh six. I got him in seven. I think that game seven in the garden is gonna be crazy. And Trey Young is gonna is gonna be on some Reggie Miller type stuff. I think, I, I, think with, I think at some point in this in this series you'll see uh um Julius Randle calm down to be Julius Randle. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the the garden the garden either make you or break you. Um we are predict Brooklyn's gonna sweep Boston, so move on. They win in the three games. Well, yeah. basically. And then Milwaukee, Miami. Um, they're going back to Miami. Um, I I want to say 
that this that this season go to six games. But I don't know if 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 it's gonna it's gonna look real bad if Miami uh doesn't uh, win this next game. It's gonna look very bad, and it's not gonna look good for Jimmy Butler. I'm yeah. going. I'm going Milwaukee in five. Uh, I got I got Milwaukee in six. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going the same way. Milwaukee in six. All right, let's go over to the West. Um, Jazz Grizzlies. I think this series gonna be tougher than what people think, but I got Jazz. I got Jazz in six. Yeah. I, I think I think I think no, I got Jazz. I think this is gonna go seven games. I do too. I think, but I still got Utah. I still got Utah. I still got a Jazz winner. Jazz in seven. I'll be honest with you. If it goes seven, I, I, I if it goes to the seventh game, I, I, I will put money on, on Memphis. But um, I, got, I, I, got, I got Jazz in six, though. Right. I think the same way. If they do not want to see John Moran in the seventh game, because I think he's going to show out. And I also think that uh, uh, Memphis won't have won't feel no pressure. It's Utah to feel all that pressure. And I think they all come out paws tight, and I think they, you know. By the way, Donovan Mitchell will play tomorrow. Yeah, that's what, that's gonna be a big difference. Big difference. That's why I said I think Jazz and Six. Say, huh? I, I still think that. Uh, 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 I still think. <laughs> I still think that. I still think that. Uh, uh, Jazz win the six. All right. Um, Clippers Mavericks. Uh, I, got, I got Clippers in seven. I got Clippers in six. I got Mavs in six. I think y'all oh. toyed with the I got toyed oh. with the basketball gods, man. Oh, I think the basketball gods didn't like that y'all ducked it, that that y'all that y'all went down from the three to the four, man. Oh, the basketball guys, the basketball guys didn't like that they went down. That's that's different. That's Pause. that's kind of crazy. Pause. But we'll see. I I, I think I think THC, what the heck was you doing? He's gonna find himself on the bench. That's what he's gonna. That's what he's gonna be. Find, that's what he's gonna be doing. He's gonna be finding himself not playing in the rest of the series. Uh, oh my god! Are you serious? Where's the defense, man? Y'all know hey, this dude, Chris Paul, is cold for that one. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna Dennis Schroeder. You're not earning your contract. You're not, nah, you're not, not right there. Where's Nate Davis at? Right there. Money. Too short. They want to come out and try to take the lead. Oh, and they bring in drum. What? Okay. Sixteen to six run. Okay. Um. Yeah, I still got. Ooh. That. You try to get him with the Rondo. You he saw that? Yeah. He tried. Um. He just almost did it too. Yeah. For real. There's that play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was crazy. No look. Tory Craig said, "Yeah." Poster. We Uh-oh. got some breaking news. Yeah. Um. The Falcons. Yes. Are trying to get Shannon's uh sharp fired for that phone call he made. Are you serious? You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Wow. Are you how? Hey, don't shoot the messenger. What? That's crazy. Hold on. Let me be perfectly clear. Y'all mad because Julio Jones asked two weeks, two months ago to be traded, and he just went on national TV and said it because he has a relationship with Shannon Sharp. Atlanta, get yourself together. Stop it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Back to the picks. I got I got Lakers and six steel against the Suns. Good shot, shooter. We'll see. It's, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a seven game series. Mark, I got. I, La- I, got the, I got the Lakers though, but I think it's gonna I, be seven games. I got Lakers in six. All right. Um, and then Portland, Denver. Um, Portland too inconsistent for me. 
Uh, I know this is. I got Denver. I got Denver in six. I'm. A, I think I got Denver in five. I think I got Denver in six. Because I don't think they can. I don't think Denver can win two games in Portland. That that's gonna be a hostile environment. So we'll, we'll we'll come back after the series and we'll pick the second round. We're just gonna pick them around. So by the way, we're just seeing who picks the game. They see. We're just going by the team, and now we're going by the games because obviously anything can happen. All right, it's the fiftieth, but it wouldn't be the fiftieth if we didn't do our man Dolly's favorite segment. Shout out to Dolly, and that's the one and only calling out names. Fiftieth episode edition. For those who've never heard the segment, this is often imitated, never duplicated, where we have to call out people for certain actions in the sports world. Good defense, Kuz. So I'm calling out one person, well, an entity. Got to make that shooter. There you go. There you go. I'm calling out the WNBA front office. Uh-oh. I don't know if y'all heard. Hey, did y'all hear this story with Liz Cambage? Yeah. No, what happened? So, those of you don't know, Lynn's Pan Bay the starting center for them Las Vegas Aces. Oh, girl, it's like 6'8". Yes. <coughs> so, they played the Connecticut Sun the other day. Sweet Jesus. And Connecticut Sun coach Kurt Miller. Yeah, Nick. In his press conference, made a reference saying that she's 6'8", 300 pounds, and that's basically trying to get the refs to say call more offensive fouls on her. She's basically trying to give her to... Saying, give her the shack treatment. Wait, wait, wait. First and foremost, bro, she is not nowhere close to 300 pounds. That's where the controversy is. Yeah, like, hold on, player. She's not even, what is tripping? First, she's 6'8". She's like 230. At the most. She said, but, and then she went on a rant on Instagram. And now this is, so this is where my issue was with the WNBA. I get why they find Kurt Miller, because obviously those comments were obviously trying to influence the refs. I didn't get why they suspended him for one game. Maybe I'm wrong. And I think, obviously, maybe because this is a, a man talking about a woman's weight is why they did this. Mm, that's exactly why it is. So my know. question would be to you gentlemen. If this was a woman coach who said this about this young lady, would that have been the same punishment? Um, No, because I don't think a woman coach would have said something like that. At least not in public. Uh, second of all... It, it most definitely is. What, what's one of the golden rules we, we're taught when we're younger? You never ask a, um, a woman her age or a woman her weight. Yep. That's uh, that's all I gotta say about that one. Mark. All right. I'm 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 agree with y'all for the sake of keeping the show alive. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's crazy. I didn't like this. I understood why they made why they issued the punishment they did, but I really would wonder if this was. If the woman said this about another woman, would this have also been the same punishment? But I'm going to give Kathy Engelhardt, who's the commissioner of the WNBA, the benefit of the doubt, says she would have probably did the same thing. Because I think... They're, oh, that wasn't a foul? Yeah, it was. They're saying... LeBron's trying to say all ball, but they're going to call a foul. But um, that's why I feel... I think they probably need to show... They have to show... They're showing inclusion. They're, trying, they're being about equality, and they've been at the forefront of social justice issues and political issues since the beginning of this movement. So, I understand there. My other calling out names is for my Lakers, and as I'm watching them, they're up six. I'm calling out Anthony Davis one. Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr. Hmm? 
Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr. His, his middle name is Marshawn? Yes. I never knew that. Come on, man. Because I heard Kendrick Parker say it like 20 million times on the jump. Um, Stay in the paint. Yeah. Don't be shooting no fadeaway threes. When you get the ball, attack. Number two, Frank Vogel. Make adjustments. I know you're coaching against the, the potential coach of the year, but do not get out coached. You are still the coach of the reigning NBA champions. Role players, make your shots. Kuz, I don't want you going 0 for 2. Any other time, you be you be you be you wouldn't hesitate to shoot the ball. KCP, you can't go 0 for 7 for 3, fam. Today, so. Come on, Catavius. Mm. Yeah, well, the other day, well, DeAndre Aiden made Andre Drummond and Andrew De- Andrew De- Anthony Davis barbecue chicken. So he, this, he was Andrew Davis that day. Good point. There you go. I want to see seven footers in the paint. And no, he's not. And I love Anthony Davis. He's not better than Joel Embiid. No. They're not even the same position. Pause. Joel Embiid's a center. Anthony Davis is a power forward. I don't care. End what of they discussion. Are. And, and it don't matter. I don't matter if they're 5 4 3 2 1. Joel Embiid is the better player than Anthony Davis. And that's the bottom line. Andre Drummond already has 10 rebounds. Good. Good. Nick, you up, man. Um, I only have uh one for calling out names today, and that is the Clippers. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. I have one thing to say. I know what you did last summer. Wow. Hey, y'all are my team. But I will I will talk about y'all just as bad as everybody else will if y'all y'all do what y'all did last year again. Mm. And it'll be worse. I'll be clowning just like y'all the Laker fans will clown y'all because y'all y'all deserve to be clown. I am a realistic fan. Y'all y'all cannot do this. Mm. That's all I have to say. Mark, you ain't mad for calling out for this 50th version of calling out names? Uh, yeah, Buffalo for signing a kicker first. A punter first. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But no, no, I don't have any. Let's go, Bills. Wow, I guess the Clippers must have heard, but they for sure just scored like five straight points. About time they still losing, but yeah. Huh? They on um, NBA TV. Yeah, NBA TV. No, six ninety three. Oh, or uh, or Bally Sports West, or Bally. They're not by the way. They're not Fox Sports West anymore. They're Bally Sports, like the casino. Uh, oh, no. Come on, I just go to just go to the Clippers. All right. Go. Yeah, that, that's 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 it right there. That's all I got to say about them. Yeah, I don't have anything for calling out names. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, that has been the fiftieth edition of one calling out names. Um. As we head on out here, again, final reflect, final remarks and thoughts on our 50th episode and um, what you guys just want to just tell, get your chance to just, you know, speak to the people. Um, for me, man, I just want to uh, thank everybody who's, uh, like I said, been involved with this. Uh, B. Uh, you know, for producing it, allowing us this platform. Uh, 
John for, you know, saying yeah when I asked him if he wanted to do it and coming from the board and shit, all y'all. Uh, and then most importantly, man, I appreciate everybody who listen, chime in, who uh, support. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man. We got to keep going forward. Nick? Man, I appreciate everybody. All the supporters. You know, this show would be nothing without you guys. Mm-hmm. So, that's all I have to say. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank these two brothers. Thank Mark for the for for the, for the idea, for being ready for having the vision. Nick Freeze joining the crew a couple episodes in, even just as a, as a contributor, then became part of the family full time. And obviously, I want to thank everyone who watches, who views, who downloads. Not just here in the states, but over all over the world. I'm glad we're making a difference. And all those who hate, thank you too, because you just made us work harder. We're not going anywhere. You're still here, pretty much. For the next fifty thousand episodes, thank Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Apple. Shout out to Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Amazon Music, Verbal, all those who allow us to post their our plat our 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 podcast on their platform. Shout out to Facebook and YouTube, allowing us to stream every week. Most definitely. Shout out to everyone who gets in the message boards, all the comments, all the questions, all those who like the post, those who follow us on social, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Mm. And, and shout out to the whole on brother. Shout out to Dudley. Shout out to CJ. Shout out to Ill Will. Shout out to Big Homie Smiles. Shout out to everybody. Y'all, it's a it's a movement. Shout out to the little homie. Shout out to the little homie. Shout out to B Fan. Most definitely. Shout out. You know, shout out to all those who were some day ones. All those. Shout out to sports vets. Everybody. SoCal. I see you. All y'all who've been down with Swear to You for day one, and y'all just or y'all just came on the ride, pause during the during these fifty episodes. Coming on, yeah. crazy. So I'm looking at right now, we're heading on the Clippers and the Mavericks are now. By the way, NBA, don't ever do this again. Nope. Please don't. Don't ever do. Don't ever put two LA teams on at the same time during the playoffs. Regular season, that's out of your that's out of their control. Playoffs, you know the schedule. You do not put the Lakers and Clippers on at the same time just because. At the same time, that's not fair. But I get it. By the way, I don't understand the purpose of y'all having the the, the cardboard cutouts. I mean, Ooh, sit down. Yeah, Luke could posterize somebody else. Oh yeah, that's your boy. Be been ready. But as we head on out of here, episode fifty. Thank y'all. We'll see y'all next week for episode fifty-one. We'll be talking more NBA playoffs, latest in the NFL, maybe some MLB, but we're definitely going to be talking a lot about the NBA playoffs. Again, you can follow us on on Instagram, at Sports Review Podcast, Townhouse Media Now. Like us on Facebook, Sports Review Podcast, Townhouse Media. Subscribe to Townhouse Media on YouTube. Again, on the digital side, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and Verbal. Thank y'all again for joining us as we commence this 50th episode. 
Enjoy the rest of these playoffs tonight. Lakers, Suns, Clippers, Mavericks. Enjoy the playoffs for the rest of the week. Tune in tomorrow. There's no rules going down tomorrow, B. No, no. So, no, no rules. But tune in. Real soon. Just keep following Townhouse Media for all the next you know, episodes of all the, our podcasts. Where it's Treetop Radio, Us Sports for You, No Rules, Too Much Game, Cat versus Dog, the whole crew. Love y'all. Thank y'all again. I'm John. That's Nick Freeze. What it do, what it do. That was Mark. That's Ben Ready on the board. Yes, and, it, sir. and that has been the 50th episode of Sports for You. Good night. God bless. Peace. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.